Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack. The Scotty Six-Pack, your number one podcast, coming at you six days a week with all things Wisconsin sports. I'm your host, Kedrick Stumbris, and you can follow me on the website formerly known as Twitter, at Kedrick Stumbris, and follow the podcast at Scotty Six-Pack for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. While you are here listening on your podcast platform of choice, hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button. If you're watching on YouTube, which you can do by heading to youtube.com slash at Scotty Six Pack, smash that subscribe button and that like button. Leave some kind comments. And of course, as always, hit that bell so you get notified as soon as we upload a new episode every morning or the occasional emergency pod, which we might get to as we approach the trade deadline for the Milwaukee Bucks. There's not a lot of news coming out of Milwaukee Bucks trade deadline talk today. Some rumors that I want to address, but it, let's be honest. It's a slow news Monday. I I, I told you uh, when we put the Badgers basketball recap in your feed late on Sunday, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about uh, on on the next episode, and that means I want to I want to get something in your feed, something a little bit shorter. We got to talk vibes for a minute here. Uh, let's go through and just give a brief state of the vibes address for some of these favorite Wisconsin teams we have. And just check up on, you know, little little news, little tidbits on on everything we should be paying a little bit of attention to because I think despite there not being big news on Monday, uh there's, you know, bits and pieces here and there that let's talk about real quickly uh before we move along. And first vibe check is Wisconsin Badgers football, where I say the vibes are building. Um, and I know that's not a, a definitive, you know, good, bad, or middling statement, but the vibes are on their way up. Th- this is a team that I think we're still trying to figure out exactly what it's going to look like. You have some real assistant coaching staff shakeup this offseason. Got a new quarterback coming in and Tyler Van Dyke, who we talked about earlier on the show. And this past weekend, you had a whole bunch of junior day visitors. The Wisconsin Badgers football coaching staff loves to pack in those high school juniors this time of year, get them all on campus, do a great official visit session with them, uh, which of course to, or unofficial visit rather, uh, which of course too, we talked about a little bit some of the, some of those junior day visitors going to the Wisconsin hockey game over the weekend. And I think the Luke Fickle staff typically does pretty well if you look at the numbers on their hit rate for kids that they are able to bring on to campus and what they do. You know, a few more scholarship offers going out this weekend. Uh, some kids that I think are gonna commit soon after these junior day visits. I, I would look for, you know, more news starting to come out as we hit into the spring months here, as we get into some of these more uh, evaluation periods with, with live camps and all that um, you're, you're going to see more and more news coming out on the recruiting front for the Badgers. And that might even start as soon as, you know, two weeks from now. Um, so sh- should be good vibes building in Madison fickle and the staff are really building something down there in Kellner Hall. Scott's and Badgers basketball. Vibes are a little apprehensive. A little apprehensive. I 
myself and am reeling myself back a little bit to reality. Uh, there was a, a moment where Wisconsin was putting the beat down on Nebraska, which of course, uh, they, they failed to withstand, but as that beat down was coming on Nebraska, a game that I was definitely nervous about, and I guess nervous about for the right reasons, I was saying, wow, this could be a real national title contender. And no, it's not. It's not. Um, that, that was never right, regardless of whether I, I think, probably regardless of whether or not Wisconsin beat Nebraska and beat Purdue, unless they just absolutely took it to Purdue, then sure, let's have the conversation, even though I don't think their defense is anywhere near good enough to be that. Uh, regardless of the fact. And the defense is not even why they lost to Purdue. So I, I do mean that when I say, regardless of whether or not you beat Purdue, uh, probably not a national title contender of a team. But this Wisconsin basketball team reeled out a little bit, thought really they had a chance to compete for the Big Ten title. I don't think that's quite the chance. I think Purdue is going to win this league by at least two games. Uh, if, if Wisconsin holds on to that two or three slot, that's all you can ask for. Really? I think, you know, it, it would be fantastic for Wisconsin to finish second in this big 10 behind Purdue, uh, led by the monster Zach Eady. If you can do that and keep the lead within two games, Hey, that's excellent. This team's got a really tough road game against, uh, Purdue at the end of the season on Zach Eady's senior night. Uh, that's going to make it hard to, you know, finish tied with Purdue atop the standings. We'll see how it goes. But before Wisconsin gets there, they're going to have to win this game against Michigan. Uh, we are going to be previewing that game on tomorrow's episode, have an excellent guest lined up for that. Uh, and of course, Wisconsin also heading to Rutgers this weekend. Also have an excellent guest to help us preview that episode all lined up for this upcoming week as well. Um, let's as we look forward for more of this Wisconsin basketball season, it's okay. It's okay to believe. It's okay to believe. It's okay to enjoy this moment where this basketball team is great. We'll talk about this a little bit on tomorrow's pod, but things could be a lot worse for a team that was just on the border of missing the NCAA tournament and headed to the NIT just over or just under a year ago. Things could be a lot worse. Uh, this is fun. Let yourself have some fun, even if you, you're worrying about getting too sucked in on a team you think is just going to disappoint you. Wisconsin's had one disappointing loss, I guess two disappointing losses if you count Penn State, but that's that's life in college basketball. Teams this year in college basketball are losing road games despite being ranked in the top 10 at a rate higher than any other time in the modern history of college basketball. It's a weird year. And college basketball is a weird sport. Not a lot you can do about it. Uh, so enjoy the ride. It's going to be a fun, you know, month, month and a half here as, as we get through March. I am really looking forward to it. Uh, as we continue to talk hoops, let's talk about another team that we're not so certain about the vibes on. And uh, those are going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Vibes are uncertain. And... I think the vibes are, you know, positive, but th there's just obviously something missing from this team, something that's just off with this Milwaukee Bucks team. And you're going to have to wait through the trade deadline to see what's going to happen. Grant Williams being tied 
through some, you know, credible rumor mongering today on the internet saying that the Bucks and Mavericks have explored pretty direct one-to-one discussions for swapping Bobby Portis for Grant Williams. Uh, I think that would be an interesting trade. Uh, but Ots Bucks fans really don't want to see Grant Williams based off of his time in Boston. That's fine. I understand it, but I, I we're going to have a better idea of how to talk about this Bucks roster and its deficiencies by the time the trade deadline passes, because this Bucks team is going to have a few different ways that they can get better. They're going to, have to look for a defensive minded player. I think pretty much regardless, especially if that is a, a center or a, uh, or a player on the wing, or if you can shore up the backup point guard position a little bit, you know, Spucks roster needs some help. Spench has been pretty weak this season. You know, granted it's just top heavy roster. You're going to get that when you have a top heavy roster, but that's why I think the vibes are uncertain is just because I feel so unequipped to have conversations about what I think is possible for this Milwaukee Bucks team, what I am expecting from this Milwaukee Bucks team without knowing what the roster is going to look like the rest of the way. Once we get through Thursday, once we get through the trade deadline, I'll be much more confident in saying how I feel about the vibes of this Milwaukee Bucks team. Uh, And so not quite uncertainty. Uh, the vibes are definitely weird for the Milwaukee Brewers. What a weird off season for Milwaukee. You go ahead and give your, you know, top prospect in baseball, Jackson Churio, a, a big, big, big contract extension before he even plays in the majors, before he even plays a full season at AAA. You, you follow that up by, Shoring up your team with a Rice Hoskins signing. You know, basically the, the first baseman everyone was clamoring for the Brewers to sign. You say, okay, despite the young roster here, despite the loss of Brandon Woodruff to injury slash, you know, contract departure, they're they're gonna compete for another division title, which should be a really fun baseball season in Milwaukee. But then and we I don't even know if we've talked about this. We haven't dedicated a whole show to it, but I don't even know if I've mentioned down here. Of course, the Brewers trade Corbin Burns and did so in a move that I thought was fine. Uh, They're going to end up parting ways with Corbin Burns after this season. The consensus is that, you know, these deals at the trade deadline aren't really inflated. Um, Players' values typically decline if you're you know, giving them up at the deadline uh, because baseball values that that full 162 games of service time that you could get instead for a full season quite a bit. And obviously it's not going to be 162 games as a starting pitcher for Corbin Burns, but you get the picture. Um, give that up. You get two solid-ish prospects from the Orioles in return. You know, an infielder who's definitively a top hundred guy DL hall. Who's a fringy top 100 guy, but the people that I trust as, as baseball prospect evaluators actually like DL hall a bit more. The pitcher that came in return, probably going to be something of a reliever, but then the brewers made you no know, other pitcher moves today. Traded Ethan small, who was going to be de- designated for assignment 
for cash to the Giants. He was going to have to get picked up anyway uh, by, by somebody off of the roster. He had to get DFA'd because the Brewers brought in two players in that trade from Corbin Burns, but only sent out the one, of course. And then Brewers did sign somebody in response as well. I don't know. Been a weird offseason. Just not entirely sure what they're doing now. There, there seems to be pretty significant rumblings about the Brewers being willing to take calls on just about anybody on the roster in terms of veteran guys, at least. Going to be willing to talk about, you know, trading Willie Adamas. Talk about trading Devin Williams. I get it. This Brewers front office seems to be taking some time this season to prepare for, you know, another two, three seasons from now where they, they think that the window is going to be wide open for them to go out and compete considering the young core of guys that they have. It's been nice to see them, you know, still tread water and still field a, you know, mostly competitive team in, in NL central. That is probably bad. Um, but I think, I think the Cubs will probably be favored to win it. Um, so it should be an interesting season of baseball in Milwaukee. Just unsure what they're trying to do. Uh, the Rice Hoskins signing made it really seem like they were going to go out and compete for the division title this year. Uh, and now I'm not so sure that that is their goal. Uh, their goal might be more evaluation and uh, loading up while they get rid of some expiring contracts. So weird vibes in Milwaukee because I think it is weird to trade your best player, but also go out and sign a, a free agent at a position that you really needed. So I don't know. Weird. Uh, but let's end on a positive note. And what could be more positive than the Green Bay Packers where the vibes are great. The vibes are great. I mean, what can you complain about? Our national nightmare is over with Joe Barry fired as the defensive coordinator. Jeff Halfley is a hire that I very much like a defensive coordinator. There's been some shuffling around in the defensive assistant coaching staff. Uh, we, we had talked about on this show where, you know, most of those assistants were going to be given an opportunity to stay on the staff. Seems like they Jeff Halfley's bringing in some of his guys. Some of those other folks are, are leaving maybe on their own accord. Seems a little unsure, but Halfley's rounding out of staff, making some changes. I like you know, I wouldn't have minded if any of the guys stayed, but I also like that Halfley is very much unafraid to make his own uh, fingerprints seen on the defensive coaching staff. I think that is good. Uh, and then a weird little tidbit of news popping today where the Philadelphia Eagles are going to open the season for the NFL on a Friday night. So the NFL will have their Thursday night season opener, which they always have. But then the Eagles will play on Friday in week one on the regular season. They will host a game in Brazil. The Green Bay Packers, of course, are slated this season to travel to play an away game at Philadelphia. There's an interesting you know, a little chance there that the Green Bay Packers could kick off week one on a Friday night in Brazil against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know the Packers don't like to play these international games, 
They did just play one in 2022, so they'd only be two seasons removed from one. Uh, and do have to play one every eight years. So I don't know. I, I know the bigger thing for the Packers is, you know, rather than just playing that game, they really don't want to lose the revenue from losing a home game. So maybe this is a scenario in which the Packers are more inclined to not push back as hard on that game, especially because you don't have to fly overseas, mess up your body clock all that much. Of course, you have a long flight to Sao Paulo, but you do not have the the time change to deal with as much. And the flip side of that is, okay, well, then, and I don't know exactly how the NFL, you know, employs this eight-year clock, but you otherwise might reset that eight-year clock, you know, six years early and say that the Packers have to go back out to play internationally again very soon. And maybe that's not something the Packers want to do. So we'll be fascinating to see if the Packers and Eagles end up playing in Brazil in week one. I would kind of want to go. <laughs> and I know that seems incredibly silly, and I don't even know if I would be able to do it. Uh, but I think I would go. It seems like the wrong reason to go to Brazil. Uh, but I think I would, you know, flirt with the idea would be would be fun. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could pull it off. Uh, but yeah, that that is your Wisconsin sports state of the vibes address. Thank you very much for tuning in tomorrow on the show. We are going to have uh, a great guest join us to preview Wisconsin basketball at the Michigan Wolverines and the fighting slapping Juwan Howards. Uh, we'll be talking that game, recapping that game, and then previewing the game with another great guest that Wisconsin basketball is going to play against Rutgers this upcoming weekend. So stay tuned to the feed. We got a lot more stuff coming up this week. We'll probably end up hitting something in here this week, uh, emergency pod or otherwise, when the Milwaukee Bucks, I assume, make a move at the trade deadline here. You know, coming up relatively quickly. So stay tuned to the feed. Uh, but otherwise, I have been your host, Kedrick Stumbris. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Skiny Six Pack Podcast on your platform of choice. Wherever you find your podcasts, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, leave a review, five stars, kind comments. It really, really does help us get this show out to more people and talk more Wisconsin sports, bring on more great guests. You can also watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Scani six pack uh, for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. I've been your host, Kedrick Stumbrus. You can find me on the website, formerly known as Twitter at Kedrick Stumbrus and follow the podcast at Scani six pack. Go pack, go on Wisconsin. Bucks and six and some brewers thing. <laughs>